Welcome back to the rural, rural. That's a hard word. I struggle with that. I say rural, rural. Well, I may get confused though, because it sounds like rule, R-U-L-E, the way I say it. Yeah, I I get the same thing. (laughs) Me me and Siri don't get along, so yeah. Anyway, welcome back to the rural (laughs) EV Diaries. This is your place for EVs in small town America. Uh, I'm Brent. You're not Brent. I'm not Brent. You're Brent. <laughs> I am Brent. And this is Ben. Oh, ben my. Ben kicked us off here. Okay, so this is this is how this episode is going to be. Yeah. Yes. All right. So this is our alternate episode to the the last episode because I sort of got off on a political rant. <laughs> was wasn't overly political. I hope it wasn't, but I did voice a lot of opinions. And yeah. If you didn't want to listen to the rest of that. I don't blame you. I didn't necessarily want to listen to the rest of it myself. Um, that being said, we I, I decided that I wanted to get back to the basics. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're going to talk about charging today, the three levels of charging. Mm-hmm. But um, based on a suggestion that Brent had, not Ben, <laughs> Brent, we're going to need name tags. <laughs> we are. Um, I decided to go back and look at one of my very early episodes where I was talking about charging and the three levels of charging. So we're going to Mystery Science Theater 3000, the crap out of this, <laughs> and we are going to play that episode and add commentary to that along the way because it does cover the basics. Right. And maybe it won't be as as drives just explaining the basics. Right. So... Without further ado, we're going to see if this works. Set, go. All right, it's working. Yeah. The, the 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 music hasn't changed. No, yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to the EV Diaries. I'm your host Ben, and for those of you who don't know me, I am an electrical engineer working for a distribution cooperative in southeastern Kentucky. And all of that is still true. (laughs) that electric vehicles have a place in small-town America just as well as big cities. Today I'm going to talk about chargers and some of the options that are available, but first let's talk about a few terms that you may or may not be familiar with. The first term is kilowatt, or you can see it abbreviated as KW. And basically that is the amount of power a device draws, but in the case of chargers, that's the amount of power a charger can deliver at any given moment. Kilowatt hour is basically how much a device consumes over a specific period of time. Let's take, for an example, a 100 watt light bulb. If I turn on a 100 watt light bulb, it will draw 100 watts or 0.1 kW. If I leave that light bulb on for an hour, then it has drawn 0.1 kilowatt hours. If I leave that light bulb on for 10 hours, it will consume one kilowatt hour. Why is this important? 
Batteries have a kilowatt hour rating. Okay, I'm, I'm going to pause that right there. I seemed way too relaxed. <laughs> very, very, very much so. I mean, that, that was just, uh, was well, not stiff at all. No, I, it, it's KET, for those of you that don't know, that's Kentucky Educational Television Programming mm-hmm. in our area that sounded like that would fit perfectly on yeah. one of their... That's our lo- uh, local PBS exactly. station. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, that. That was just painful. Well, that's, uh, maybe I've spiced things up a little well, bit there, for you. There you, you go. There you go. The, uh, <laughs> we're going to call you Spice from now on. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the the point is there. I mean, I've, it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just the way kilowatts, kilowatt hours. Right. Um, I said draw. Also, demand might be a word that mm-hmm. gets substituted in there. It's um, it's funny going back and, and listening to this to just see how I, how scripted I was. Yeah. I tried. I wanted to be. I wanted it to be authentic and real. Mm-hmm. But I would script it, and yeah. sometimes I would just have an outline. Yeah. And sometimes I would um, I would you know have it almost word for word verbatim. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you know we're just doing it on the fly because yep. uh, I don't know if I'm more comfortable this way. Yeah, but it's I I hope we're not this stiff. <laughs> so right. But anyway, uh, let's continue on. And chargers have a kilowatt rating. For example, a Chevy Bolt has a sixty kilowatt hour battery. The Nissan Leaf has a forty kilowatt hour battery. And as a last example, Tesla, the Model 3 with the extended range, has a 75 kilowatt hour battery. Kilowatt hours goes directly with range. If you take the kilowatt hour rating for a battery and multiply it by three and a half, that gets you in the ballpark of the range that the car can go. All right, I'm I'm going to uh, interrupt right there too because okay. the the whole William Shatner vibe that I had going there was uh, just a bit much. Uh, but uh, I did mention that if you take the kilowatt hours, multiply it by about three and a half. Yeah, that's about what the range is you're going to have on your battery. Um, how much times have changed? Now this was October of 2019. Okay. Okay. I mentioned the bolt mm-hmm. and the leaf yep. specifically mm-hmm. because um, other than Tesla's, right, there wasn't that much on the market. We we had a lot of promise. We had yeah. you know this was before Lucid and mm-hmm. Polestar actually mm-hmm. had something on the market. This yep. is before all the major manufacturers had something on the market. So this has been not quite. Three and a half years ago. That's how fast this is changing mm-hmm. because I've got a list here of battery sizes. Of course, I think this is global because some of these um, you're not going to get right. in the United States. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was it? The uh, the Skoda Inyang IV60. You know. Yeah. We're we're not no, going to yeah. get get one of those outside of Europe. Right. Um, might be able to get one in Asia. You're not going to get one here. Yeah. All right. So, um, 
let's uh, let's continue on. Okay. Like I said earlier, Chargers have a KW rating, which means that is the maximum that they can deliver when a car is charging. Chargers have. There are three levels of charging. A the maximum. The first level is appropriate. <laughs> this is an AI. Yeah. yeah. And I guarantee that you have access to a level one charger right now because it is a 120 volt, 15 amp outlet that you have in your home. The maximum delivery of power that an outlet can provide is 1.8 kW. The good thing is, if you have an EV, you don't require any special equipment to charge your vehicle. All right, before I go on with that, mm-hmm. um, that's not true because you do have a EVSE, which is electric vehicle supply equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, because technically the charger is on the car. You right. use an EVSE to yeah. uh, plug the charger into your wall. Mm-hmm. Level 1, 120, 15 amps. I know that um, at that level, I could come to your house and charge. Right. If I've got an extension cord and access to an outlet. Yep. All right. So um, that is the the basis of everything. I don't know of a manufacturer out there that, that will not give you uh, yeah. a level one. Um, right. And, and we call them chargers. I got called out on this. Uh, I remember getting an email, uh, maybe from this episode. Yeah. Uh, or, um, you know, they're not chargers technically. Yeah. They're, they're EVSEs. And, right. and, and, and it's true. And do, do I say that whenever, I mean, are all chargers that way? Like even what I use for my phone and everything? Um, well, it would be a phone, an, an electric phone supply equipment. So, so, so yeah, but yeah. do I go holler at my daughter and say, hey, give me the phone electric yeah. SDI. Yeah. No, I said charger. I know, I know. But, but I mean, is, is, is what, well, I don't know. You're converting 120 into a five volt circuit that goes into your phone, and what does? But that should be five volts DC that comes out of the transformer, that the the little wall wart thing. Yeah. So and that goes into your phone. Now, what does your phone do with it? I don't think it necessarily has to convert it. But technically, when I plug my car in, the inverter that changes it from AC to DC is part of the car. Yeah. So it's like the um, charger's built in. Mm-hmm. So the controller and everything, I guess, just regulates and monitors and controls. And because my charger, um, my EVSE, <laughs> that's in my garage, my mm-hmm. level two. Um, it is, uh, it's Wi-Fi enabled. Yeah. I can, I use an app on my phone to set mm-hmm. my charge level. I can set charging times and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, remind me about that later because we, we've got something going on in the charging times. Yeah. Possibly in the state of Kentucky that, that, uh, will affect, uh, Oh yeah. Things. I think I know what you're, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's continue on. However, they charge very slowly. In fact, 
a 120 outlet will only deliver about five miles for every hour that it's charging. Five miles if you're lucky. The second level, <laughs> level two, do I see a pattern developing here? This is your 240-volt <laughs> home charger or the public chargers that you will see by ChargePoint or EVgo or many of the other manufacturers of charge stations. That Let me interrupt there. ChargePoint does make DC fast chargers mm -hmm. as well as everyone else. So I don't. Yeah. At, at the time, my familiarity was with the level two charge points. Mm -hmm. All right. Continuing. We're open to the public. These operate at 240 volts. They're usually powered by a 30 or a 40 amp breaker. And the maximum that they can deliver is 7.2 kW. Do I really sound like this? This is good no, because no, I, you no. can charge much faster, somewhere to the tune of 22 miles per every hour of charging. However, batteries, the faster you charge, the harder it is on them and it shortens their lifespan. That being said, let's talk about the third option, which is known as, you guessed it, level three. <laughs> These are your 480 volt chargers they usually have variable delivery depending on their type and can deliver anywhere from 100 to 300 miles per hour of charging. Now this is great. This is what allows you to drive your Tesla to a Tesla charging station, hook it up and be within 80% of maximum capacity in 45 minutes. That gives you time to go and grab a burger, run in and get your hair cut, or perhaps go shopping. Some of the drawbacks to this, A, harder on your battery, B, requires a large amount of infrastructure because the electric company has to set a three-phase pad mount transformer there. And depending on your car setup, you might not be able to charge at the maximum level. Right now, the largest superchargers that I'm aware of in America operate at 350 kW. There is... going to interrupt there. Okay. Because that, that is true. Uh, I think Electrify America offers 350, 150, and 50 at each one of their right. their locations. Um, and I think the point I'm going to make is that sometimes cars won't yeah. accept that. And um, this was... Golly, six months before I had my car. Mm -hmm. My car will only accept 32 kW input. So, right. Um, but I mean, if you're getting the maximum out of that too, then you're talking about it. that would, if I did the math right, is that three hours it would take to fully charge your car then, if roughly? Yeah, roughly. If it's a 90 mile battery. Yep. You're getting 32. Well, or, um, Let's let's see. I'm going to have to think about that because I I can go from twenty to eighty percent at a, a an Electrify America station. Mm -hmm. That's that's the experience I've had. Mm -hmm. uh, thinking specifically when yeah. I was in Knoxville, um, I was at eighteen twenty percent. Came back out. I was at eighty six percent, and I had wandered around Walmart for 
47, 48 so, minutes. Okay, so, yeah. so, um, you can actually, um, let's see if, no, I see what I did wrong. Yeah. Yeah. About an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause it was times three, you said, right? Yeah. Three, three and a half is yeah. about the range. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm able to, um, uh, well, mine's a 32 mm-hmm. kilowatt hour battery. Right. So, if it was fully empty, which, right. you know, then it would charge empty to full at 32 kilowatt hours in, in an hour. Right. All right. Yeah, I divided by three instead yeah. of multiplied when I was doing um, it. I had, to, I had to walk through that. Yeah. And so, well, so and, and it's, been, it's been a long day. Yeah. And, well, apparently I'm Ben now, so it's definitely been a, been a long day. <laughs> but uh, I, sometimes I would rather be Ben than Brian, I think. Well, I, I for sure. Like I said, we're going to need name tags. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that I would say about listening through this early on is when you get the facts out there, This, I think this is a perfect example. So you're stating the facts. Well, one thing. Ex- customer experience that I would say that you get from those facts that you just said mm-hmm. is if I buy an EV and I'm going to bank on just charging it with what they give me, you're going to trade it back in in about six months. Oh, Cause, absolutely. Because you can't charge it fast enough. Well, it's it's like when we were talking about uh, Jetter's garage and his yeah. F-150. Mm-hmm. For him to take uh, advantage of his, his charging yep. window, he needed that faster charger because right. he had the bigger battery. Yep. All right. So this this would be a good time to talk about batteries because I think I mentioned the um, the Leaf having a maybe a forty kilowatt yep. hour battery. That's right. And then what did I say about the? Uh, I think yeah, the Tesla was in the seventies, wasn't it? Uh, may have. I think I remember sixty and forty, and I've I've got a list here. So let's let's just look. Um. The Tesla Model S at right now, mm-hmm. um, you can get with a 95 kilowatt hour battery. Gosh. 95. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back then, like I said, um, you might have been able to get that size of a battery mm-hmm. back then, but I'm not sure. Like yeah. I said, this has been four years ago. Yeah. Uh, let's just uh, see what all's on this list. Um the F-150 we mentioned, the extended range battery, 131 hours, kilowatt hours. And see, that's that's another thing you I would point out in listening to, what did you say, this was episode three, you yeah. think? Yeah. So in that in this not even four-year period, you, you've gone f- just an exponential number of options compared to where you were at less, less than four years ago. Right. Um, here is the base model Nissan Leaf now comes with a 39 kilowatt hour battery. And the Leaf is a fully electric vehicle too, isn't it? Yes. And if you multiply that by three and a half, you get a range of, I don't know, do some math there. You got, what's that? 40 times three and a half is going to be 40 um, times, whoop. Be 120 140. Yep. Yeah, and that's roughly. I think they're rated for about 150 miles, so that's that's good. Um, the Volkswagen ID. Four saw one of those mm-hmm. um, this week. Did uh, you? Yeah, 52. First one I'd seen mm-hmm. out in the wild. Yeah, uh, 52 uh, kilowatt hour battery. Tesla Model Threes, 57 and a half. Um, let's see. 
Yeah, you're starting to get over 200. What'd you say that Tesla was right there? Uh, 57 and a half. So at 57 and a half, you just cracked 200 miles. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think they're they're rated for two. This is the just the base model Y. Oh, here's one. Uh, the Mini Cooper SE. Mm-hmm. 28.9. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I do not have one. Right. Um is it fully electric? No no gas back? It is. Um, which I I wanted one. I was waiting for one. Yeah. It was going to get me back and forth. Um Does it is the um is Kia got anything on there? Oh, let's see. Yes, the Kia Soul, uh, 39.2. Okay. Uh, let's see. I know Kia makes some other stuff. Yeah, because the one I'm interested in, and I've actually looked at and set inside, is the EV6. The EV6. Let me mm-hmm. see and it's pretty buy. new. This is the first year I think they've released it. Here's here's the Nero, which I saw the, the Nero yeah. uh, going to Cincinnati this weekend. Yeah. Um, 64.8. Mm-hmm. The Kia EV6, 54. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, you know, back four years ago, you know, uh, a 50-kilowatt-hour battery mm. was a big battery. Right, yeah. I mean, that's that that's way back then. And, mm-hmm. and now you look, um, like I said, the F-150, the extended range, yeah. is 131. The base model's 98. Yeah. Um, Lucid offers 118. Mm-hmm. Here's one called VinFast VF9 Extended Range. is 123. I've never. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I like this. This this list has it's it's 14 pages right. of uh, EV models listed. Some some of them are just you know like here's the Mercedes Mercedes EQS. Yeah. Um, and they've got all the different flavors of it. It's got mm-hmm. the same battery pack in it. Mm-hmm. Um, who manufacturing these batteries? Is there a few companies do it, or some, are some automotive companies doing it themselves? Like, how's that working? I'm sure that there are more than than just the manufacturers, but uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not sure how many battery manufacturers there are. Right. I know that they're breaking ground up around Louisville mm-hmm. for a That's right. battery factory that is going to be uh, probably one of the biggest companies to ever come into Kentucky. Yeah. And they're, I think they're going to be on Shelby Energy, is that right? That's probably right, yeah. Yeah, which is uh, Shelbyville. That's just uh, east of Louisville mm-hmm. metro area. Yep. Um, but anyway, uh, this this is a uh, this list actually came from avdatabase.org. Uh, now, now EV, okay, so. were there more? Um, you had the Leaf, the Bolt, and the... The, the Tesla, yeah, and the the you know Tesla had two or three models at that time. That's the Model Three was fairly new. Yeah, but you could. There, that's what you're saying is Do, that there's not many more than that at that yeah, time. Yeah, d- domestically you were not finding a whole lot. Yeah, um, I mean the 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 Kia um, Kona mm-hmm. was available in ten states. Right, and and that that was a lot of it. There was. Um, a lot of vehicles that were not available here mm-hmm. were available in California or right. Colorado or up yeah. down the East Coast. Yeah, uh, not necessarily available here, um, which you know makes sense. Yeah, because there again, mm-hmm. Mark Twain, twenty years from now, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll be getting electric cars. Right. Um, all right. <laughs> well, that, that's been a digression. 
let's continue on with this. Hey, a fun fact, um, this episode originally was uh, just about 11 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah, we far exceed that, don't we? There's not a car on the market that can accept 350 kW. Even the new Porsche Taycan Ooh, maximum is 270 kW. There's one of those running right around the town. Most that is there? It can yep. take, regardless of how much the charger can deliver. Also, your level three chargers are going to run anywhere from 50 kW to 350 kW. Emphatic Some about stations that. You may are. say that they can deliver 50 kW, but they have two ports that are shared. That means that. Each side's only getting 25 mm -hmm. kW. There's also ways that, depending on how many cars are charging at the same time, that you can get variable rates of charging. If there's one car there at a charge point charging station, you may get the full 7.2 kW. But if another car rolls up and charges, it may cut you down to... 3.6. Mm -hmm. The ones on our system are not set up that way. They are on independent circuits so that when you plug in at 7.2, you are getting 7.2. Oh, and I should add, these are level 2 chargers, so that variability can be seen both in the level 2 and level 3 chargers. Now, and before we go on, mm -hmm. that was by design. We when, right. we when we were installing those, we yeah. wanted to be able to provide maximum charging availability yeah. there. Yep. Why is all this important? Well, let's do some simple EV math. Yeah, EV math. Say I that like you it. have an electric car that has a 200 mile range. If I go to my house and plug my car in at five miles an hour, it will take me 40 hours to charge my car fully. The good thing is. Maybe I only drive 30 miles a day in my normal activity. That means I can replenish my car for what I've depleted in the matter of six hours. Let's take a level two, for example. I'm delivering at just over seven kilowatt. There again, that's 22 miles per every hour charging. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. I I'm sorry, y'all. I, you know, this is why that I thought this would be a good idea, though. It's because informationally, and then just pace, like you, you can see so much. It's like, oh my god, yeah. I, I, I hope it's much better now than it is. And if it's not, lie to me and tell me. <laughs> if I've depleted my car by thirty miles, I can charge in just over an hour and a half. If my car is fully depleted. I'm looking at nine hours. Now, my level three fast charger, if I roll up and I've only depleted 30 miles, I'm probably going to be ready to go in about five to 10 minutes. Of course, if I'm rolling up and I am at 10% charge and I have a 200 mile battery, then I'm probably going to sit there for close to an hour, depending on how quickly my car can take electricity. And this would be a good time to make the point that cars charge at different speeds. In fact, the Chevy Volt that I have access to, that I'm familiar with, 
which is our company car at the cooperative that I work for, it has two settings to determine how quickly it charges. Of course, to help preserve as much battery life as possible, we have it on the slowest charge and we charge it on a level two charger at 7.2 kilowatts. That is the three levels of charging in a nutshell. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at ben at evdiaries.com. There, there it go. is. You Confirmation. There it is. That's leave that's a it. review on iTunes. That would greatly help me out and help other people find me. And finally, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at EV Diaries. Electric vehicles are here to stay, even in small town America. So buckle up. It should be a fun ride. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Oh, wow. Well, that's 10-minute uh, episodes Yeah, that, that were uh, direct. Very. To <laughs> the point. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's... Um, it's that's it's almost embarrassing, but uh, the information is still true. It is. It's still true. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know what to add to that. Well, uh, so there's a lot. I was I had something I was thinking about um, as you were talking about the chargers and the speed. The, but the main thing I keep coming back to is h how fast things have yet changed since then. Yes. I mean, um, the fact that I remember when I got my, my juice box, it's a juice box 40. Yeah. Um, it was one of the, um, one of two mm -hmm. 40 amp char chargers that were available. Right. Cause most of them were 32, mm -hmm. which you could have put on a 40 amp breaker. I needed a, a 50. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, Tesla, you could get a, a, like a 49 KW, yeah. um, EVSE. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, or, or some, somewhere in there, but yeah. it, it, you know, you had to upgrade again, mm -hmm. breaker size. And now, as we've discussed with the F-150, you know, you've got a, what, 19 KW charger. Yeah. Um, because like I said, Mine's, mine's 7.2. Right. Is it 7.2? It's, I think, the 32 amps or 7.2. I was, there's, there's math to be done there, and yeah. we're not going to get into that today. Yeah. But the simple fact that um, the 19 kW charger can deliver yeah. 80, 80 miles of charge per hour, mm -hmm. that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, right. that's, that's four times faster than my 40-amp charger. Yeah. What, one of the things that I started thinking about too and i never thought about that until you were getting really super specific on the actual factual data behind chargers back in 2019 is if i have a gasoline powered car and an electric vehicle and let's say that i go on vacation i take my gas powered truck mm -hmm. and i let my my evs fully charged i'm gone for a week and it sits there it does nothing when i come back do you have any experience of how much charge that thing's going to have it's it should be unless it's like super cold yeah or super hot right um it should maintain charge now 
more so it's going to drop in the cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, yeah, it's, it's so just, it's not going to affect it really that much. No, so I should be able to jump in it and take off and there, make a run to the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. There is, uh, I mean, and and I've seen my my car has set for as long as a week mm-hmm. and come back and stay in charge has not not changed. Right. So and that's what you would expect because right. there should be nothing completing a circuit inside that car mm-hmm. that would cause the battery to deplete. Mm-hmm. But we do, we do know that, you know, yeah, cold zaps the battery. Yeah. And probably, to be honest with you, if it's set for months and months and months, would you get yeah. some degradation? Probably. Right. Uh, I don't know any batteries that, that won't do that. Mm-hmm. That's why they have, um, you know, expiration dates on the side exactly. of them. Exactly, yeah. Because at some point they're not going to be as yeah. fresh. Yeah, and and here's uh, kind of where I was going also with that. It's like because you're just now starting to see this with uh, cell phones. All right, so where they made the battery, which is the way the car's always been made and probably will forever be made, you can't change the battery out on right. your phones now. I mean, you can. I used to do this, right. but it's not an easy process. You know, everybody knows the old cell phones. You just unclip the battery and you slap a new one on and you're good to go um if there will eventually be some sort of because your backup in your car is the motor if there won't be some way they can set it up to where you have an emergency battery pack that kicks in or that you can use or insert you, you see what i'm saying i know that there there were talks years ago about having universal battery packs to where you could roll in mm-hmm. to a service station. Yeah. Uh, they lift the car up, they drop the battery out, they yep. drop a new battery in and you go on. Yeah. Um, and I mean, but, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a huge, you know, I'm just thinking about because this episode was solely based on charging to me, the with you making it the third episode to me, mm-hmm. It's actually what the most important of this whole EV process is. Well, the I mean, charging. I mean, that that is the basis of everything. Right. Because cars are not new. Yeah. Steering mechanisms, braking yes. mechanisms, none of that is new. Right. The only thing we're dealing with new is converting a different type of fuel yep. into motion. Right. Uh, and to be honest with that, electric motors are nothing new. Right. No, yeah. Batteries also very old technology. Very old technology. Yeah. It's just now we are, and actually I did an episode back in the 1800s, pre-Civil War, Mm -hmm. people were experimenting with putting electric motors um, and batteries Mm -hmm. in carts. Right. And uh, not not big enough to, you Mm -hmm. know, haul hay to the, or pigs to the stock. Yeah, market or anything, right? But um, they were just basically tinkering around as toys. Yeah. So, uh, in fact, I think uh, for guys uh, Porsche's first name, but mm-hmm. the the original Porsche. Yeah. Um, I think he monkeyed around with uh, kind of envisioned that also. Yes. Uh, at one point, you had more electric taxi cabs in new york city than you really did yeah hmm. i um, didn't know that yeah uh 
course, there were still horses in the streets back then. Yeah. Um, and then um, Henry Ford and um, Thomas Ella Edison. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were good friends. Yeah. Um, along with uh, Harvey Firestone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's three three big names right yeah, there. Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, um, they, they, they were big buddies, mm-hmm. and Ford and Edison were actually working on electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trouble is, lead-acid batteries back then were yeah. very um, very heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't last very long. Right. So the practicality yeah. was something. Now we've got new battery technology. And I think um, future VVs is going to rest on new battery technology. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think the lithium-ion has got limits, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just a matter of somebody else figuring something else out. Yeah, and, and that is definitely going to happen. It just is. And at some point, I want to do, uh, we get into hydrogen, because yeah. Toyota is still investing mm-hmm. billions of dollars in, mm-hmm. in hydrogen research. Yeah. And the more I've thought about it... Um, The problem with uh, hydrogen is separating hydrogen from oxygen Mm -hmm. and water, because we've got plenty of that, Mm -hmm. um, to create hydrogen gas. Yeah. It's a a process. Um, It's not an easy process. There's a lot of energy has to go into it. Yeah. Uh, But hydrogen gas gets made different ways, and actually, (laughs) it's funny, one of the biggest consumers of hydrogen gas right now Mm -hmm. is the oil refining industry so i mean um uh so it i mean yeah that's that's the way to go trouble is well hindenburg uh, (laughs) you know making making hydrogen stable but its instability is what yeah makes it a great fuel source well it's like we're still plugging in these vehicles this is why i said is i mean one of the earlier episodes i think in the last one it's like is our evs going to save the planet no are they a part of helping improve yeah probably um because we're still plugging them in to lines that tie all the way back to a large amount of coal being burned to produce the electricity right right. and so if you're using more electricity they're going to burn more coal um, so, you know, you have to, you have to think through, well, some of that, you know, you know, I think it's Newton's first or second law of thermodynamics yeah. is energy can, can right. either be created or destroyed. Right. It can only change forms. Right. And essentially that's what, mm-hmm. what we're doing. Yeah. And since those technologies those processes are not 100% inefficient. We are never going to get out as much right. as we put in. Yeah. However, like the the uh, thermal energy that is locked in coal mm-hmm. that you get out by burning it, yeah. we can then convert into a more usable form. Right. Because other than, you know, we're, we're using it to, to create heat. Yeah. And then we're using... Potential energy caused from from heating water yeah, steam. to turn to steam. Yep. 
So we're using that becomes more kinetic energy because yep. now we've got steam molecules flying around. Yep. Um, and then, which I guess technically still water molecules, but it's yeah. sti- steam. Yep. We're driving a turbine, so then we're creating energy. Yep. And then, so, but we went from something that was only usable for heat. Yep. Or clubbing somebody with. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and From now it. we've converted it into electricity mm-hmm. through converting that energy several different ways. Yeah. So now we have electrical energy that we can use mm-hmm. to heat our home. So we went from heat to heat. Yeah, <laughs> but through electricity, I, basically. Yeah, but, yeah. but we, can, we can use electricity for yeah. things other than heating our home. I mean, you know, right. we use it every day. We're dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The thing is, I mean, you know, people, people, um, environmentalists and, you know, burning coal, we're, we're getting away from that. Right. Um, and you know, we're, we're from a coal producing state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're getting away from that. We can see what that's doing to the economy. Yep. Um, but, uh, that environmental concern, we should be using our resources. Yeah. Um. We should be good, good stewards of yes. our resources, and I think that the solutions are here for long-term sustainability. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've asked the right questions yet, right. or the right technology has not been discovered. Yet. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I think it's there, and and I think, like you said, it's not just one single thing. It's a yeah. It's, it's, it's like baking a cake. There are, yes. there are a lot of ingredients, yep. and we've got we've got flour here, we've got eggs here, we've got sugar here, and hey, guess what? The flour's getting better. Yep. The eggs are more efficient. Yep. And it's just but, like... But we have to put them all together and mix them together right. to get the cake. And at some point, you know, these companies... So, uh, to me, the, uh, the EVs in the beginning, the, the other companies were not very non-committal. On EVs yep. until you had somebody that started stealing regular gasoline sales from them, like Tesla's done. Yeah. Yep. Now, when that started to happen, they they get on board. So, what I'm saying is like, at some point, you have to go kind of all in and start uh, releasing it out to the public for their opportunity to purchase. And right. competition drives markets up. And then once that starts to happen, then that technological advance speed increases and you can't measure it it starts going so fast right. because the youtube video that the guy did on the f-150 do you know how valuable that probably is actually to ford yeah. really yeah. They, they probably can't measure it because that's turned in probably to good press for them because they're going to commit to making things better right Right. And that would have never happened if they would have kept it in a shop and just kept tinkering with it and say, hey, we got to get it perfect. We got to get it perfect. Right. No, at some point you're like, okay, this is pretty good. Let's see what happens. Of course, you know, now now they're bursting into flames, which is, <laughs> which, right. which is funny because you would think that um, I've not seen any reports of the, uh, the Mach-E Mustang Mm-mm. fires with them. Nope. So you would have thought that the battery engineers that worked on the Mustang yeah. were also the battery engineers that right. worked on the F-150. So yep. what's the problem? Where's the disconnect? Yeah, and I mean, you know, Tesla... Got, not intended. Right. Yeah. Te- Tesla's been struggling with issues on, you know, the hands-free yeah. driving thing. There, there's some issues there. 
Um, and they're, they're very, you know, can be concerning, but, but I mean, and, and, and here's the great thing about problems when they come up like this is I'm glad these problems are coming up because once they're aware of the problem, they can start working on the fix. That's right. If they never tried to begin with, mm-hmm. then we would not have these problems, Yep. but we wouldn't be as far along as where we are. Right. So, yeah, it, there's, I mean, there's a risk with everything. But, I mean, one more comment on that episode. The most valuable thing in that that you did, I think, is that you stated the options and how you get the options. When you buy the car, you get this charger. Right. All right. You demonstrated how long it's actually going to take to charge your car with that, and it's not, it's not going to make your experience pleasant. Right. And then you went on to say, you know, here's level two, here's level three. This is where you need to be, probably, if you're going to have a pleasant right. EV experience. Right. But I tell you what, if if you were commuting 30 miles a day right. and, and you had a 200-mile battery yeah. and you didn't go anywhere on the weekend, right? you know, mm-hmm. you could get by with but, a level one charger. Yeah. And, and for me, I'm going to... F- I want to experience a little bit of pain before I would have ponied up to, to buy the next level charger Yeah, because I'm like, okay, I bought the car. Here's what it comes with. How can I, I would have tried for a while to see if I could figure out how to just to make that work. And you see, I, I bought my level two charger and had it installed before my card was delivered. Right. So, right. Because you knew what your expectations were going to be. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think that a lot of people buying EVs don't investigate probably enough. Well, I, I really think that, um, well, you look at Ford now, the, the charger they give you mm-hmm. is either a 120 charger, level one, right. or a level two charger at 240 if you have... You've got to have the hookups. You've got to have the hookups. Yeah. Uh, I know new homes now, a lot of builders are putting the hookups mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in the garage. Yep. Um, so, you know... It, Giving somebody a, a, a level one charger, which is what everybody does. Yeah. At some point, I would think that that might just go away mm-hmm. because everybody wants that that level two charging at home. Yep. Uh, I don't. I don't want to charge eight hours if I can charge in four. Yeah. And and I may not be. I may be wrong on this, but I think right now here's a good piece of career advice for everybody: go get your electrical license. Go to every dealership you can and say, I want to be the electric, the electrician you recommend yep. and or we can work out some kind of deal where I put them in all the houses you sell cars to yep. because it's going to be a big deal. And, yep. and, and de- I could see dealerships, if that's the route we go, they say, here's a level two. Well, your house don't work with a level two. We'll give you a $500, you know, coupon. Right. Call Frank. He'll be in and he'll get that changed out for you. No problem. And, and that's, uh, that's one thing, um, service after the sale mm-hmm. uh, that's one thing T- tesla has done remarkable with and that's why their network is so strong right is because they saw what they were doing yep. and they're going to give the customer the best experience they can yep. by providing as much infrastructure as they can you know at a reasonable cost and you know now they've got subscriptions and all that i just really think that elon musk basically saw that nobody was right, really trying and realized that this was coming. 
Why not be first to the market? And because all the all the the leaves and the for all the advancements they had to make to get to that point, they were just doing um, the bare minimum, right? To right. put something out, hoping it'll go away. And Elon Musk was like, "No, this is coming," and so I'm going to try. Well, he he wanted to control the whole experience. Yeah, and I mean, you you look at the things that have transpired over the the last 20 years um and big example of that's apple Mm -hmm. apple has tried to control the customer experience from the time you walk in the door to the time you get home to the time that you replace your device Mm -hmm. after you've used it for two years yeah because they they want everything to be pleasant and smooth yeah and I have to say, most of my experience with Apple products have been pleasant, smooth. And I agree. And I've got several of them. Yep. Um, I've got a whole house full of them. Yeah. Well, it's it was so yeah. good that I completely uh, decided that I need to make sure and know how stuff worked on a Mac because I was a PC guy before just because right. that's all I'd been exposed to. And then when you when I got a hold of my first one, I was like, wow, this is... I, I need to learn because I didn't know how to use, you don't know how to use a Mac if you've never used one. No. It's not like a PC. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's amazing because once you learn it, it's just like, wow, why don't PCs work like this? Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, that's a digression. <laughs> All right, guys, I guess we'll wrap it up here. I hope you have enjoyed our, our look back. We'll probably do a couple more of these again. Yeah. I, just, think, uh, I think it'd be good. Like I said, it's a great way to cover the basics and still, have some some entertainment value i hope (laughs) (laughs) anyway um well that's all i've i've got uh i I would sign off with uh tagline because last episode you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) but anyway now we're we're not going to do that so um until next week yeah i hope that everybody stays safe and healthy yep all right see you